630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Well, if you went try were, were trying to get out walking and you know getting fit outside, and you were able to, went for a beautiful walk, mm-hmm. had my jacket open and everything at uh, Chicago or Chicago Lake, west of, west of Edmonton, uh, last week. So you're gonna have to like get inside. It went to the gym yesterday uh, for the first time in the new year. Is packed, and I'm wondering how many of those people are gonna be here in December. Well, you would, uh, yeah, you would hope that uh, in, I'm in, even in, questionable in, for December. December, like yeah. by the time of next year, or yeah. Can can we maintain it? Because oh, you know, ever, yeah. it's really busy uh, January. Because you know, people yeah. are yeah, I'm going to lose this weight, and I'm going to make all of these resolutions, and then they taper off. Which is fine. You would hope they'd get through at least to the middle of January. We'll see. <laughs> Shara Vajan's joining us. as She's the founder of SVPT Fitness and always comes in here on a, on a Friday once a month or so and just tries to keep us motivated. Well, this is this is motivation season, isn't it? It is. January is I'm going to do all the things I didn't do all last year. Yeah. Just right? like last year. Okay. And how long does that last? <laughs> Typically, mid-February. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. um, everybody jumps on. Um, but Honestly, lately in the last five or six years, we've seen people start later in January once kids go back to school, get mm-hmm. routines back. They set themselves up for a little more success by starting a little bit later mm-hmm. and then really getting into a routine. And then they last a little bit longer, which is more realistic. Uh, Morley and I were joking a little bit about a meme that a lot of people have seen. You know, I'm going to open up a new gym. It's going to be called Resolution. Mm-hmm. So for the first two weeks, it's got equipment. Then after that, it turns into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> so you laugh about it, but I wonder if is, is any of that self-awareness uh, kicking into gear now that people know full well what the traps are? Right. So maybe that helps you avoid them. Well, Everybody has a renewed vigor in the in the new year, thinking this will be the year. This is going to be the year I'm going to change. This is going to be the year that whatever I did last year is going to work. Um, but at the end of the day, if you are going into the same habits that you did last year, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? Are there tools that can help us is, is really what we need to know. Yes. So like <laughs> make it the, easier. One of the trends that has come up is the wearable technology and the watch, the ring, um, things to track your fitness, keep you a little more accountable, keep you motivated because it's collecting data and you can see your progress in real time, um, which is actually helps a lot of people but it also the con of that is is that you can become obsessed with it right you know, closing your mm-hmm. rings um, it becomes a mental health issue when all you care about is what the what the data is saying um, and then it becomes a little bit of an unhealthy obsession so wearable technology has a lot of benefits but you have to be careful that it's not running your life is it something that you have to learn how to use yeah, in order pretty, to do it properly? And, well, they're pretty good because, I mean, if you're tracking your fitness on these apps and, and on this wearable technology, it'll tell you when you're improving. So the app does the, a lot of the work for you. Um, you just have to be take it with a grain of salt in saying, okay, I've improved my last workout. I had better time this time. I'm feeling better. But you also have to listen to your body and listen to your own self. Does this feel easier? Do I feel better after? All those things. That's the stuff that the the trackable won't tell you, right? And you have to listen to yourself sometimes and we can get into our own heads mm-hmm. and that can be dangerous. I know you have the ring on, right? Yeah. Instead of the watch or the or What's the Fitbit. What's the ring? I'm not yeah, familiar with the my ring. My friend has one of these rings an, too. I've never seen it. It's it, like an aura ring. Yeah, it's, it's called the aura ring. Yeah. I've worn it for a couple of years. It tracks my sleep and my heart rate variability that tells me how I'm recovering. I use it for recovery mostly, not for fitness because recovery, you can only train as hard as you can recover. So it tells me how I'm sleeping, how much REM sleep I'm having. Um, I'm not going to lie like that I've been a little obsessed with my recovery Mm -hmm. um 
but there's worse things to be obsessed with. But um, the recovery on this, the HRV, just tells you how your body's recovering from your from your exercise and if you're sleeping well enough, your heart rate, all that kind of stuff. I always wonder about how, sorry, yeah. just how accurate they are, right? It's, 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 not a, it's not. It's not like it's not like being hooked up by scientists accurate, yeah. but it's going to be consistent, right? Based on you, it's going to give you the data that you can use over and over again based on your body, and that's what you can use. It's yeah. relative, right, to you. And and what does that information do for me? I, I would love to get more sleep. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm up at one o'clock in the morning, and my body's like, uh, you're not going back to bed. So it's you know, what do you do with that information if you're recovering? I'm recovering terribly, but there's nothing. I can. My, is well, there? Because because well, well then then you're going to be looking I'm at going it through the change. Yeah. Okay. Same same. <laughs> right. Same yeah, same. For sure. Yeah. We're in the same boat. So for me, it tells me well whatever I did last night before bed or whatever I did yesterday did not help my recovery. So what did I do? Oh, I was on my phone right before I went to bed. Mm, okay. um, oh, I didn't you know uh, close the curtains or all these little things like well okay why didn't I recover last night? And it does tell you some reasons why you may not have recovered or whatnot. But you have it makes you evaluate what your behaviors are and what needs to change so that you can get better recovery. It's like your own little science experiment. Oh, this worked, this didn't. So then you're being more aware of the things and the strategies that you could be doing to improve your recovery. It seems yeah. like a lot of work. <laughs> it is. Well, that's just it. There's no bad magic pills. No, there is no magic pills. There are pill. tools. Tools. There are ways or strategies, but there's no magic pills. There is no magic pill, and it, it's never going to be easy because there's gonna life is going to change, and there's going to be ups and downs. It's about how you pivot and adapt to that change, and that's the whole point of this, right? Like It's like I'm never going to be perfect. It's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect situation. You just have to show up. When you have clients and they're starting, maybe they're going from zero to wherever they want to go. Do you see a, and I know you're not a psychologist, psychiatrist, but just uh, anecdotally, do you see a change in, in attitude and feeling in mental health, in mental, mental, you know, joy, I guess, or whatever, or satisfaction or any of those? Yeah, that's another, you know, after the pandemic or post-pandemic, we saw a lot of people um, really focus on their mental health because during the pandemic, they didn't have a lot of good mental health. And they, what they found was movement helped that. And we're seeing that trend again in 2024 is that people are moving towards movement and fitness and exercise to help mental health and prevent brain diseases because the science has been out for years and years about how great exercise is to prevent brain diseases Mm -hmm. and um, cognitive decline and of course the physical stuff you know your heart your lungs your muscles all that kind of stuff so there is a huge trend going towards fitness for mental health in this affordability crisis a lot of people can't afford a gym membership even though you can get some deals here and and, yeah. and there um, hearing a lot of people taking classes yes. like yeah. group activities is that is that a way to sort of do affordable exercise absolutely group classes are great for affordability they're great and it's motivation too group motivation accountability absolutely i'm i'm all for it if it makes you show up and and get your body moving i'm down for it um, there's a lot of pros to that like you said the affordability the to it are depending on the group size you can get lost in the shuffle um, if the instructor is not able to modify exercise for you because group is basically everybody doing the mm-hmm. same thing so it doesn't take individual fitness levels or health conditions in into into um, play there so you just have to be aware of where you're at and know that the coach can't coach everybody but you just again have to listen to your body but I'm sure you could ask afterwards or Absolutely. before how can while this is going on how can I adapt it for me and, and, and 
change that. Exactly. And and a good group instructor will be telling you modifications during the session saying, listen, if you can't do this, try this. That's a good group instructor. We were having a conversation with a a bunch of girls a couple of days ago, and they say that they prepay their classes, and that's the only reason they go. Yes. Because they don't want to forfeit that money. That's right? how personal training works. If you don't show up, we charge you, mm-hmm. right? If you don't, if you don't give us enough notice. Is that a good incentive? I think so. Yeah, I mean, if it, that's an incentive for me. In an, in an affordability crisis right now, I mean, that's going to make you go. And sometimes when those days when you get out of bed and you're not feeling it, that's going to make you just show up and just showing up leads to like, is the discipline that you need? Cause it's, everyone thinks you need motivation. No, you need discipline. Discipline creates habits. Hmm. Habits create consistency. Consistency creates change. Uh, we're going to have some more here with Shara Vision, who's the founder of SVPT Fitness. Our regular visit uh, here on 630 Ched. We're going to have more coming up. And in fact, I want to talk about functional fitness when we come back. Shara Vajant is here, personal trainer, of course, coach. And we talked a little bit about motivation and how to get where we need to go. But when, when you get older, it's it's you, you see results slower and sometimes you don't see the results yes and sometimes yeah. it hurts yes <laughs> you're not 20 anymore no. and, that, and that's hard to take sometimes but yeah. people seem to be diving into it yes. like what were you saying just in the commercial break you said that there's now some over 50 over 60 classes that seem to be just exploding yes like we've saw an influx of people coming in that um over 50 and over 60 that are starting exercise and fitness for the first time in their lives because they're tired of the aches and pains they're tired of not being able to um do things on their own they see they want to be independent um and they're tired of feeling bad so it's, it's it's so inspiring to see someone 60 years old for the first time walking into a gym it is awesome it's 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 one of those things that says what's my excuse again for yeah. not for yeah. not doing it today you know it's it's just you 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 have to look at the people around you that are older and you want you don't you know, you don't want to be in situations where you can't be independent and, you, and you're and you in pain every day. But yes, as you get older, it's not going to feel the same as five years ago, 10 years ago, even two years ago. It's going to be different. Mm. Yeah. You're not seeing those results, right? You go exactly. to the gym and, you know, you're cutting back on alcohol and you think your diet is, is good. But, you know, as a perimenopausal woman, it, yeah. you're not seeing any results. You're not losing the weight. You're not losing the belly fat that you normally would you know, 10 years ago. Right. And so for fitness, you have to look at it as it's not about what you can see, but more about what you can feel. Am I getting stronger? Am I feeling better? It's not just about what's in the mirror. And it's about, um, you know, understanding that, yes, I'm in perimenopause too. So it's like, I want to make sure I keep my muscle mass and my bone strength and my bone density and my mental health. Because I know I feel a heck of a lot better after I train. So that's the part where we go less in the mirror and more internally about how it how it's making us feel. And maybe you get a find uh, maybe there's another avenue either through some helpful therapy or introspection yep. or whatever that you figure out that path yeah uh, if, if w- were we seeing this increase in, in in people of different ages going into these classes prior to resolution season yes or is this something new that it started like? um this i you know this started last year but it's really took the last couple months it's really took a huge upturn is is this older population i honestly i don't know where it's coming from but it's it's inspiring me it's like i'm 47 and i'm seeing these six-year-olds starting for the first time and i'm like listen i have you, no excuse you really have to stop saying it like these 60 year olds it's gonna stop saying that <laughs> 60 and Hello, 70 year olds right over we, here we we have an 80 year old that comes in four times a week and he is the most inspiring person in the gym and it's just he he crushes it he's doing stuff mm-hmm. on one leg that i mm-hmm. struggle with yeah. and it's awesome
But you'd think that, you know, oh, I'm feeling I'm not feeling I can do anything because I've got these aches and pains and, and maybe a little bit of arthritis. And that may be keeping you from from getting out there right. because you think exercise is going to make it worse. No. And you, this is where you a can hire a professional to help modify exercise that works for your body, whatever you're dealing with in aches and pains um, like arthritis. There's still modifications and low impact exercise that you can do that won't exacerbate it. The worst thing you can do is not move. Mm. That's going to actually make it way worse. Well, and, and you see it, especially with uh, older parents, uh, they, they stopped moving because it hurt or they didn't feel comfortable or they yeah. didn't feel stable enough to be yes. able to go and do some of the stuff they're afraid of falling or yeah. et cetera, of hurting themselves. But the less they did, the less they could do. Exactly. And it just became the self-fulfilling prophecy, a, a wheel. Exactly. And if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So you have to, motion is lotion. I love that one. <laughs> um, it's it, it will hurt in, in the beginning because it's your body adapting. And I, by hurt, I mean, you're going to have some muscle soreness and whatnot when you first start because it's new and your body has to adapt to that. But you're not going to get better. It's like a skill. You have to keep doing it. Yeah. Got it. Hey, uh, on your social media, you've been talking about a big change. So you're, you're still with CV, uh, SVPT yes. Fitness that you founded, yeah. but you've sold it to a couple of the guys uh, who've been I part s- of it. I sold it to a couple of my trainers to pass the torch on because I'm ready for a new challenge. Cool. And they are going to carry on the legacy and what we built. And, and what you we continue to be an ambassador. I'll be an ambassador and still support and, and carry on that legacy because I'm pretty proud of the what we built over 15 years. And I'm proud of them. I'm, they have their my age when they when um, <laughs> um, we open the gym. So hmm. I'm excited for them. But still, cool. is there a little loss of identity there? Oh, it's tough. We got a whole hour to talk about it. Like I'll start crying right now, well, um, but, but that's perimenopause. No, yeah. um, yes, uh, yes, it's it's a change. Um, change is good. I'm, it's going to be positive and I'm excited for chapter two. Well, and that's uh, that's another thing to say. Change can be positive. So okay. grab onto it and go and uh, and just snuggle up to your new dog. Teeter? Teeter. 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 And even after the character of Yellowstone? <laughs> the breeder named her Teeter, and oh, I just kept I it, and she's adorable. The and I love bulldog? Her. Bulldog, yeah, English Super bulldog. Cute. And she's she's all the personality. So for now, I'm going to be a little stay-at-home dog mom slash trainer and, uh, <laughs> and figure it out. And getting out there, I guess not outside because it's going to be really cold and Teeter's going to hate minus 31. <laughs> We're all going to hate it. But, you know, with that being said, you can still bundle up, put on layers, put on spikes, and still get outside and enjoy nature. Pitter patter. I'll wait till it warms up and enjoy nature. Well, hopefully it's not a two week cold. <laughs> we don't know that yet. Shara, as always, great to see you. Thank and you we'll for talk to you in a month or so. Okay. Thank we'll, you. we'll see how everybody's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And maybe bring Teeter in next time. Okay. Yeah, bring Teeter in. Deal. Shara Vajant, uh, founder of SVPT Fitness and Athletics.